Hi, everyone. This is Marna Thal for the Thin Within podcast, where I give you mental secrets for weight loss mastery. And today I want to talk about overeating and emotional eating. And here's why. Yesterday, I was talking to my 30-day challenge members who were finishing up, and I said, okay, so if you have one area that you're still wanting to improve upon, what is that area? And the vast majority of everybody who answered that question said, emotional eating or overeating. And so when I thought about that, I thought that makes so much sense because here's the thing. When we're talking about overeating, when we're talking about emotional eating, we're talking about something that the diet industry does not as a whole focus on. They're just not very focused in the realm, which makes the biggest impact, which is emotional eating and overeating pattern. So let's look at those. If you're struggling with overeating, emotional eating, I'm hoping today you look at your emotional eating and overeating in an entirely different fashion because here at thinwithin.com, that is what I like to do. I like to break things down, have you really look at things and get to the soul of what it's really about, what your weight loss struggles are about, what your body image issues are about, and the majority of the time, it has to do with your mind. It has to do with what you're saying. It has to do with your head. So let's break this down a bit. When it comes to overeating, and when they said to me, Marna, the thing that I still struggle with is that overeating piece. And mostly it looks like it's overeating in the evening time which is why my inner circle is going bonkers this month focusing on this because we have a huge plan because overeating at night is definitely one of the things that occurs a lot. Overeating at dinner, overeating after dinner, snacking after dinner. Those are all things that are very common if you struggle with weight and your body. And so we're hunkering down a big time this May to focus in on that for my inner circle members. So let's talk about it for you. When it comes to overeating and emotional eating, I really want you to get and see that that's the reaction. That's the action. We overeat and we emotional eat. It doesn't just happen. There are two steps that come before the action. The first is the thought. What are you actually thinking in your head? What do you start to say in your head, let's say during a dinner time meal, like, oh, this is so good, I don't want to stop, or oh, I'm feeling so relaxed, or I don't have to do the dishes, so let me just eat right now, let me just keep eating. And what are the things that you're saying to yourself that start this process going? Because it doesn't just happen automatically. Now, it may feel like it happens automatically because you've created in your brain a link between at dinner, I overeat, dinner, I overeat, dinner, I overeat. And you have these thoughts that trigger that overeating and they happen so quickly that you may not even catch it anymore. But if we break it down, if we slow it down, if I was going to just take this movie and go frame by frame of overeating, here's what it would look like. It would look like a thought. First, you think something. There are words in your head that you say. And typically, there's a range of sentences like, the food is so good. It looks so good. This is fabulous. I don't want to stop. I can't stop, right? There's this range of words, this grouping of sentences that you use 
during your meals that triggers the overeating pattern. We don't have thoughts without feelings. To prove this to you, think about somebody you just love. You feel it, right? You feel it in your body. You feel it in your skin. You feel this warmth come over your body. You feel this love for this person, right? It makes your body change. That thought elicits a physiological reaction. In the same way, if I tell you to think about somebody you really can't stand, that's going to elicit a very different response, a constricting response, a cooling response, an anger. Maybe it's a heat response. It's going to give your body a different set of chemicals to elicit physical, emotional response. So our thoughts are intricately related to our feelings. Knowing that, that is what comes before an emotional eating episode, an overeating episode a grab food and not pay attention episode. So in knowing that, does it make any sense to have a diet industry focusing just on food? It doesn't to me, and I'm sure it won't to you either, because it doesn't make any sense when most of obesity and most of weight gain and most of struggles with weight has, yes, it's related to food, of course, but if we back it up, it's how we're thinking about food. It's how we're thinking about our bodies. It's how we're thinking about life, how we're managing stress, how we're dealing in our head with what's going on that leads to emotional response and then leads to either feeling like you need food, and then it leads to the overeating. It leads to the numbing out. When you experience emotional eating, let's say you got in a fight with a significant other. You get in this fight and you feel sad and you feel mad and you feel frustrated and you feel angry. You feel all these emotions, right? When you have an emotional response, I want you to always remember that it's the thought that comes before it. It's the thought, wow, my partner should have really gotten this. My loved one should have really understood what I was thinking. My my loved one should really have the same exact perspective as I do in my brain. How often do we feel like that? Gosh darn it, my husband, Josh, he should just think exactly the way I think. He should feel exactly the way I feel. It's totally unrealistic, and yet I want it. I want him to think the same way. I want him to feel the same way. It's just how we all work. Don't we have those thoughts? They're like, why does he think that way? That's wrong. And we judge it. That creates a feeling inside of ourselves that's anger, being pissed off, being frustrated with our partner, thinking that they should do something different. It creates a feeling. And then we connect up feelings to food. When we've gotten in arguments, I find myself just wanting to numb out. And how do I want to numb out? Now I use the phone. I'm just like, let me go look up something just to numb out. Let me check Facebook. Let me do something like that. Or it used to be food. I've just replaced food with phone, but at least I'm not gaining weight because of our fights. (laughs) At least I'm not getting any bigger because of them. When you think about your overeating patterns or your emotional eating tendencies, I want you to think about what are the thoughts that come way before the actual eating. I had a client yesterday who said, yes, I love this work, Marna, but how do I get in front of those thoughts? They seem so automatic. They seem so fast. And you're right. 
that's the conditioning that oftentimes emotional eating or overeating tends to lend itself to. All of a sudden, you have a thought and quickly, because you've repeated this over and over and over every single day, you overeat or you emotionally eat. And it feels so fast, like you can't catch it. But here's the good news. You don't have to catch every single one to start making a really, really, really powerful impact. I see it every single day with my clients starting to feel their feelings, address their needs, and by doing that, they're losing weight. So all you have to do is catch them sometimes. So I remember catching the thought, oh, I should just eat it all. Now, the thought in and of itself was a loving thought. Like, Marna, if you just eat all this food in the bag, you won't have it around and then you won't have to eat it again. But when I look at the actual long-term impact of just eat it all so you don't have it later or you won't have it around, guess what? I'm always going to have food (laughs) that I could just eat it all. It's not a great strategy for long-term success, for long-term weight loss, for me being powerful with food. So once I caught that belief, so once I caught that thought, I was able to change my whole reaction with food by saying, wait, that thought is not serving me. I don't want to always be in a situation where I'm finishing every bag of food. That is not going to support me. So I instead said, okay, we're not going to say that anymore. We're going to look at it and say, that's perfect amount. That's just the right amount. And if I leave a bunch of cheese in the bag, that's great. I'll have it tomorrow or someone else in my family will have it. Then I could create a new action, which was not overeating. And then guess what? I get better results. So this is what I want you to think about. This is what I'm so excited for you to do as well is to start looking at your thoughts. What are your thoughts that are leading you to overeating during your meals? What are your thoughts that are leading you to emotionally eat? When you start looking at those thoughts and you start to see their power and their impact, you'll want to change them. Now, here's another key. In order to change your thought, you want to change your thought to a new thought that is realistic for your life, that's believable, and that feels good. So for me, instead of saying, I should just eat it all and get rid of it, I started to say, this is the perfect amount for my body. And that in and of itself just created a whole different relationship with when I was turning to food for that reason. So when you start to look at your thoughts, remember, you can't catch every single one. You're not going to be able to catch every single one of those thoughts. It's impossible. But if you were to catch three of them this week, three or even one this week, and you change it, you're changing your outcome. You're changing your overeating patterns. You're changing your emotional eating patterns. You're changing your relationship with food. And it takes one sentence at a time to change. You deserve it. Your body deserves it. I know you can do this. This is the real work of healing emotional eating, of healing your body, of getting in front of those overeating patterns. I'll tell you what, one of the things that we're doing in the inner circle that I think is so super cool this month is we're really focusing on our dinner time meals and we're focusing in on after dinner time. We're 
creating vision statements and we're adjusting our vision statements and we're focusing how and how we want to think then and talk then and live then because that is the mindset shift that each and every one in the inner circle knows she needs to make in order to see a difference. And these are big areas, overeating late at night or overeating for dinner and emotional eating. So step back, assess where you're at, catch any thoughts that you have when you're about to overeat, when you really want to keep going and you know, you know in your body, you know in your heart that this is not what your body needs. If you catch it, catch a thought here, catch a thought there, look at it, observe it, see how it's impacting your body and make a loving, realistic kind adjustment. And you will begin to really start to get in front of your overeating and emotional eating patterns. But don't forget, it all starts with the mind. Oh, listen, I just created a brand new three-part weight loss course. I would love for you to go through it. I just created it. So I would love your help at looking at it, seeing if you like it, seeing if I could make adjustments, if I could add things oh my gosh, it would mean the world to me for you to start going through this free course where each day I give you a tool and I created a workbook with this course. And I would love the opportunity to share it with you. And so if you'd love to go through that course, all you have to do is go to thinwithin.com. I'll have a link under today's show notes and I cannot wait to have you go through it and give me feedback. And here's the thing, just like any courses, it's not going to do much good if you don't take action. So take that free course and I would love to have your feedback. All right, everybody, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Take care of yourself. Stay healthy, social distance, and I am here for you if you need me. All right. Bye, everyone.